Thanks for choosing to listen to another City Point West podcast. I trust that this message empowers and encourages you to continue your journey of faith. Enjoy. He deserves everything. Amen. Hallelujah. All glory, all honor, all power belongs to him alone. Belongs to him alone. Belongs to him alone. Give him praise. For he alone is worthy to be worshipped. Have your way. Let there be an open heaven this morning as we minister, O God. Let we speak an open heaven, O God. We inaugurate a new season, a new season, a new season, O God. Glorify your name. Exalt your name. We magnify your name. Let the name of Jesus speak the name Jesus. Come on, everybody. Jesus. Jesus. Ragama Shandalabo. Lebara Sekoro Yante. Lemanana Koroyanta Rabo Yantala. Lemana Show. Hallelujah. We speak your deliverance. We speak your healing this morning, O God. Doors will open. Every closed doors will open. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. For you said, O God, eyes have never seen, ears have never heard, minds have never conceived what the Lord has prepared. What the Lord has prepared as we step into a new season, O God. Breathe into every life, O God. Every dead things will come to life. Dead things. Ezekiel 37. We speak, O oh God, the breath of Ruah. The breath of Ruah will revive every lives. Every dead things in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Romans 8:11. The same spirit that raised Christ Jesus from death. That which is living inside of me. Come on. Declare that. Declare that. The same spirit that raised Christ Jesus, that which is living inside of me, that which is living inside of us, will raise our mortal bodies, will raise every dead things. Ragama Shandalabo, Lebarase. Glory ante Rabo, Rema Sokoroyante, exalt your name. speak life. We speak life. This morning we speak life. Life of Christ. Life of Jesus Christ. The life of Jesus Christ in the name of Jesus. The name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Father, you said you will see no wind. No rain. Yet this valley will be will be filled with water. Yet this valley will be filled with water. In the name of Jesus, let the floodgates of heaven be opened, O God. The floodgates of heaven be opened. Pour out your spirit. Pour out your spirit. Hallelujah. A new wine. A new oil. A new wine and a new oil. Ramamamasandalabo. Lebaraso, 
Seasons rise and thunders roar. I will soar with you about a storm. Father, you are king over the flood. I will be still and know you are God. I will be still. Can we sing it again? When the oceans rise and thumb, oh, I will soar with you about the storm. Father, you are rain over, rain over, rain over. and in strength and quietness. Can we sing that again? Find rest, mine. Some of you going through the tough waters, troubled waters, receive Him. Hallelujah. As we wait in the presence of God, receive Him. Let there be a flow this morning from heaven. Hallelujah. In quietness and strength When the oceans rise and die I will soar with you Like I'm a shantanable My God, my Savior Yes, Yes, Lord. I will be still and know you are God. I will be still and know you. Psalms 46 verse 10 says, Be still and know that I am God. For I will be exalted among the nations. I will be exalted on the earth. Amen. Hallelujah. Psalm 62 5 says, Yes, my soul find rest in my living God. Hallelujah. And my hope this morning, hallelujah, my hope comes from the living God. Come on, lift your hands and praise Him. Amen. Hallelujah. He gives strength to the weary and increases the power of the weak. Even youths grow tired and weary and young men stumble and 
fall, but those who hope in the Lord, those who hope in the Lord, those who hope in the Lord shall renew their strength. Renew their strength. Let there be a renewal this morning. Let there be a renewal this morning, O God. A new strength. Hallelujah. Revive every soul. Revive every life. Every weary soul. This morning, O God. Yes, Lord. One last time. If you will lift your hands and sing that out. Oh, yes, Lord. Oh, yes, oh, Father. Exalt your name. The storm. Father, you are king over the flood. God. He's over every situation. No powers, no demons can stop him. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. His, his hands are not tied up. Amen. Jacob was on a run. His mother said, son, if you stay here, brother will kill you. Esau will kill you. He's on a run. He's running for his life. It was the night. He took a stone and he lay down. In the middle of the night, he sees a dream. Bible says, hallelujah, he saw on that ladder, angels were ascending and descending, hallelujah, wherever you are, you are not alone, turn to somebody else and say, you're not alone, your heavenly father is there for you, he cares for you, he's there for you, you are not alone, church, you're not alone, you're not alone, church, you're not alone, he will not abandon you, hallelujah, amen, amen. You know what? Angels were ascending and descending. And the Bible says, the Lord stood above. That talks to me. The Lord is in control of every situation. The Lord stood above. It doesn't say he's seated. The Lord stood above. That means he has started to begin or he has started to do something in our lives. Do you believe that? Go ahead and praise him. Hallelujah. He's about to do something, a breakthrough, a new season. Hallelujah. Come on, receive him. Receive him. Receive him for a new season. Oh, one last time. When the oceans rise and thunder, I will soar with you. over the sickness that I'm going through. Minister to every life. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Glorify your name. My God. Breathe into every life. Breathe into every young man. Breathe into every father, every mother. Young generation, a Caleb generation, a Joshua generation. You will build up. You will raise. Hallelujah. 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 
Yes, in the name of Jesus, I can hear the sound. Warriors, warriors. God is raising many warriors from this place. Many warriors from this place. Receive them, receive them. Moses had to fight four kings. But it was Joshua who had to fight more than 31 kings. When Moses finished speaking to God face to face, he went back to his house. But it was Joshua who did not want to depart from the presence of God. He wanted to linger at the presence of God. Linger at the presence of the living God. God is looking for those kind of generation who would linger in the presence of God. More of you, I'm not satisfied with what I have. I'm not satisfied with what I have. I need more of God, more of Jesus, more of His presence. Jesus, Lord. And Isaiah 42, verse 6 says, I, the Lord, have called you in righteousness. I will take hold of your hand. I'll keep you and will make you to be a covenant for the people and light to the generation. Light to the generation. Lift your hands and say, Lord, make me a light. Make me a light. Before I could die, hallelujah, do something through me, whatever it costs, oh God. Here I am this morning. Here we are as a church this morning. We surrender, we lay everything, oh God. Have your way. Let's be seated in the presence of God. We give you glory and honor and praise. In Jesus' name we pray. And all God's people said, Amen. Let's be seated in the presence of God. And this morning it's my joy and honor and privilege uh, to be with you all. I don't deserve, I'm just an ordinary person. But thank God for His mercy and His grace. And I, I want to take this moment to thank our senior pastor, Pastor uh, Tim and Pastor Wendy and Pastor Steve and our dear uncle, the founders, and our dear sister and all of our friends. You know, those who were gathered, some of, some of them walked to me and said, do you remember me? Yes, I, 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 you know, though I'm getting, something is missing there, you know, but I can, I can recognize, thank God for my, for my eyes. Yes, I can. Amen. Thank you so much for being here this morning and we had a fantastic worship uh, this morning and the presence of the Lord is here amen I believe without any shadow of doubt that God is doing God has begun to do something in each and every one of our lives can I hear an amen can I hear an amen hallelujah turn to somebody else and say that this is your season amen come on hallelujah this is your season hallelujah amen Hallelujah, just one life. Let me go into my sermon very quickly. I have this morning, I mean, I have to, con uh, you know, somehow condense everything, you know, push together everything with a limited time. Let's see how it goes, actually. You know, I'm not used with that, actually. Amen, but God will help us. Amen. Amen. Say, turn to somebody else. God will help us. Amen. I, I honestly do not know who found the clock. Amen. Yeah. Somewhere in the last month I was in the U.S. and I was, I was asking actually, you know, I mean, don't worry, don't worry. You know, no offense to anybody. I respect, we want to respect the culture and everything. I asked my friends actually, when we go to the party, do we have a countdown? When we go to a restaurant, do we have a countdown? Why in the world only for the church services we have the countdown? 
offense to anybody. Why in the world? I do not know. I'm still figuring. I'm traveling all over the world these days by God's grace. May God help us. Joshua lingered at the presence of God. Moses would leave. Amen. No wonder God used Joshua. Amen. It was not Moses. It was Joshua who took the people to the promised land. Can I hear an amen? Amen. At the same time, we cannot sideline Moses. Amen. We, we always remember, respect the founders. Can I hear an amen? Amen. We always remember the fathers. Amen. Without them, we are nobody. Robert Royce, nobody. Amen. We need our fathers. Sometimes we, we think, you know, it is Old Testament. It's old culture. We are new generations. Everything is fine. But without the old, there is no nothing new. Without the foundation. Can I hear an amen? Thank God for these men of God. Hallelujah. Salute you, sir. Amen. For your sacrifice. Hallelujah. For your heart to serve God. Amen. And all our friends, fathers and mothers sitting here. Amen. Amen. You could have sat home, watched online. But thank God. Turn to somebody and say, thank God you are in the church worshiping the living God. Amen. Just like Paul said. Hallelujah. Some of them they miss. Encourage your people. Amen. We, we went, we, our church went through, you know, we, we have like, uh, I attend a church and once in a while I leave. Whenever I'm there, I lead worship in the Assemblies of God in Bangalore. We have like around 35,000 people in our church. They attend on Sundays. We have close to 10 services. I, I leave the house at 4 o'clock. First service starts at 5 o'clock. And I have to, some, many times I end up with my small daughter, end up till 9. Because you have to, one service you leave, you keep on leaving. Amen. Amen. Thank God we are in Australia. Yeah, there you go. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. God is good. Turn to somebody else and say, God is good. He's a faithful God. Let me go into the uh, uh, slides that I have this morning. I'll try my best. Amen. Just one life, try to seize it. Amen. Turn to some, somebody else and say, just one life. Just one life. Just one life. Probably coronavirus would have taught us a lot of lessons. Amen. We need it in our day. Dear Prashida, bless you. God bless you. Amen. Virus, this one, you know, made a big havoc all over the world. All over the world. You know, people dropped. You know, there was a survey last night. I, I mentioned that in the U.S., 40% of people don't come to church anymore because they, they decided not to come to Unless there's some disaster, you know, like I heard that in, in, the, in, the, in many parts in the center. When the twin tower was hit, all the churches were closed. We don't need to wait for a disaster to come to church. Can I hear an amen? Thank you. Thank you so much. Amen. I salute you all. Amen. Amen. Something that is, church is like a Noah's ark. Amen. All kinds of things will be there. Animals will be there. You, you look at the monkey. Monkey will never stay in one place. Yep. It will jump on the podium. It will jump over there. It will jump on that. It will jump on. Sometimes it jump, jumps on us also. It doesn't. If you ask it to keep quiet, it doesn't. There will be some things that we may not know. But I tell you something. Church is like a Noah's Ark. If you say, stay inside the church, you will be safe. Outside it is flood. Outside the enemy is waiting, my friends. Amen. He will sweep our children. Our generation have been swept away. Thank God for a lot of young people sitting here in the church. Amen. Amen. 
Amy and I was telling uh, some of our uh, friends, they said, it's better, rather our children grow in the church, rather grow, growing outside. Amen. Because the world is teaching something else that is away from God. Amen. It is the church and it is the word, hallelujah, that will lead us in the right path and that will take us to heaven. Amen. 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 Can I hear it? Amen. Amen. Virus has taught a lot of things. Thank God the world bounced back. We are alive this morning. Amen. Many of us, we could have died, but it is the mercy, it is the grace of God that I am alive. We are alive. Amen. 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 Thrive to seize the season. Turn to somebody else and say, thrive to seize the season. There are two seasons. One is called Kronos. In Greek, we say that Kronos. Everybody say Kronos. Kronos is calculated according to the time, minutes, seconds that is going there. 19 minutes. Oh, my goodness. God, help me. Thank God. It is calculated according to the watch, according to the time. Chronologically, it is calculated. There's another season, and I believe our church, we are in that season that is called Kairos. Kairos means God's appointed time. Turn to at least three people, tap them and say, you are in God's appointed time. 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 We are in God's appointed time. Come on, here we go. Hallelujah. At least three or five, whoever. Hallelujah. You are in God's appointed time. You are in God's season. Amen. Hallelujah. We don't have time. I need to rush. Amen. We are in God's appointed time. Hallelujah. Hallelujah, the season will go just like that. Don't miss the season. Turn to somebody else and say, don't miss the season. Don't miss the season. Whether you have opportunity or not, somehow we thrive to preach the gospel of Jesus Christ. Because God has called us to be a salt and a light to this world. Amen. Amen. A salt and a light to this generation. Amen. If I don't preach, if you don't preach, if the church doesn't preach, who is going to preach? Amen. It is a mandate. Jesus said, wait in Jerusalem until you receive power. Then go into all the world. And amen. Amen. Our dear sister, when she was uh, um, giving some, you know, the Christmas uh, program, and she mentioned something. It's not about gifts. It's not about Santa Claus. Today, our churches also have forgotten. But she's, she mentioned something. It is about Jesus. Beautiful. I couldn't find that sister. That's beautiful. Amen. It is about Jesus. Turn to somebody else and say, it's about Jesus. It's about Jesus. We are in God's appointed time. In the Bible, few people miss that season. Few people miss that season. Esau, Genesis chapter 25, verse 29 to 34. Once when Jacob was cooking stew, Esau came in from the field and he was exhausted and saw Esau said to Jacob, let me eat some of that red stew for I am exhausted. Jacob said, he's a clever boy. He said, I will give everything but sell me your birthright. Today's Christianity, this is what we ask. What will I get when I come to church? My prayer is, what will I give to church? What will I give to God? Amen. Amen. The Bible says, seek ye, the first, seek ye first the kingdom of God. And all these things shall be. Amen. Amen. Brother comes in. He was so hungry. 
Last night we had in uh, Tamil congregation, we had biryani, we had parotas, and you probably you may not understand. Pastor, Steve, uh, Pastor Tim was there, and we were eating together, and uh, I asked him, don't you feel spicy? He said, wow, I love it. And I saw him taking two stacks, two boxes. Did it come to house? Yeah. And I know you don't eat that, right? <laughs> That's okay. No problem. That's okay. Amen. I, 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 I was enjoying the way he was enjoying the food. I was looking at him and, wow, beautiful. You know. So this man was probably, he was cooking that same biryani. He walks inside. Can you give me some of that? I will give. But give me, sell me your birthright. It was given as an elder son. He said, what use of it? Notice that. I'm about to die. Or what use is, is a birthright to me? Jacob said, swear to me now. So he swore to him and sold his birth, birthright to Jacob. And Jacob gave Esau bread and lentil stew. He ate and drank and rose and went his way. For a momentary pleasures. Many times we sell our anointing. We sell our birthright. We don't even understand the season, the appointed time. God, we don't want to wait many times. Therefore, the Bible says, Esau missed the season. He sold his birthright, despised his birthright. There's another person. This man walked with Jesus for 1,000 days. Anybody? Any guess? Quickly. 1,000 days. He walked with Jesus. 1,000 days is three and a half years. Any guess? Thank you. We have a special meal today. You pay for that. I'm just kidding. I'll buy you if you come. Judas walked with Jesus. He was, he was carrying the money back. God had great plans. God had great vision over him. Twelve, when he called, he prayed all, all the night and he chose the twelve. Um, Thomas, one of the disciples of Jesus Christ, came to Kerala in India, died in Chennai, the South India. The disciple came and he died. Still we have that place called St. Thomas Mount. He was, he was killed there. God would have sent Judas as a missionary or like Peter. Peter went back to the fishing. But God called him back. So he came back. You know, Acts chapter 4, 3, I, I, I believe. When Peter and John, when they were walking there. Because a man crippled for many years. He said, this is my imagination. It's not in the Bible. Don't search in the Bible. He said, sir, one of you, some weeks ago, I, I heard that you had 30 silver coins. Can you give me one of them? So that I can pay my, my son of, I can take care of my family. Would you? And this is my imagination. They said, silver or gold, whatever we have. But what we have, we give in the name of Jesus. Everybody speak that name. The name of Jesus. Come on, hallelujah. The name of Jesus. Amen. Amen. Judas could have been like Peter. Peter wrote many books. What a great plans. But one day, Jesus was reclining in the house. This woman, she came with an alabaster box. There's a song about that also. She broke everything, poured. It's a costly perfume. She poured at the feet of Jesus Christ. Everybody were called. Judas looked at them. What a waste, he said. This could have been sold for a good, better price and given the money would have given to them. The next one says, that was not his intention because he was a thief. Uh-huh. Judas was a thief. 
walking with Jesus also, you can miss the mark. Right? Coming to church Sunday after Sunday, putting the attendance doesn't give a free license to go to heaven unless we have a closer walk with Jesus Christ. Amen. Unless we have a right relationship with Jesus. Unless our intentions are right with God. Amen. Amen. May God help us, my dear friends. Judas, what a way Jesus rebuked him. And hurt him. He said, what I want, I will not get you. Let him go. The next one, did you see it? Then the one of, then one of the twelve, the one called Judas Cariot, went to the chief priest. Straight away he went there and asked, what are you willing to give me? Look at this. The world is so busy with this. No time for God. No time for his presence. No time for family altars. What will he give me? Somebody said busy. B-U-S-Y. Being under Satan's yoke. Busy. When it comes to God. Everything is not perfect. He was so busy with other things. Judas, what will you give me? And the sad part of Judas was before Jesus, he thought his money could help him. He can live off my money. But before Jesus did that, Judas hanged himself. He said, what use of this money? And went, went and threw him at the temple. Went and hanged himself. Therefore, Judas missed the season. Friends, don't miss the season. There are a lot of things. I'm skipping the slides this morning because my time is ticking. Don't miss the season. Don't miss the season. With a burden, I'm telling this. Don't miss the season. Never ever miss the season. God has blessed us. God has given something in our hand to make use of or do something with. Two people. Her name is Rahab. We know that. Rahab. Joshua chapter 2. Two spies walks inside and she hid her in that house. Suddenly she heard a knock. Soldiers came. They said, bring out the two men. They have come to spy at us. She said, they came, it is true, but they're gone. If you go now quickly, you will find them. She hid them somehow in that house. And verse 8, I'm concluding because lack of time. Verse 8 is a Kairos moment. Everybody say Kairos moment. She said, if I miss this opportunity, I will be missed forever. Rahab there, huh? harlot, prostitute. Beginning was not great, but look at our ending, I tell you. Beginning is not great. Hallelujah. It doesn't matter how you begin. It doesn't matter how you start. It doesn't matter how is your background. Hallelujah. How we end, how we finish. That is going to matter, my friends. Amen. That is what God is looking here. That is why, that is why God has placed you. Hallelujah. God has put you in the City Point Church. Stinking life. But she believed in the plan of God. She said, I know what your God did. I've heard about. And third thing she said, I believe your God is the living God. Three things she said. And she said, verse 8. 
before they could sleep, before they could go to bed, she went up to them. That is a Kairos moment. Go home and read that. Before they could go to bed, she went up to them and she asked. This is what she asked, verse 12. Now then, please swear to me by the Lord that you will show kindness to my family because I have shown kindness to you. Give me a sure sign that you will, you will spare the lives of my, come on, father, then mother, then brothers. Wow. A bad woman who was considered as a filthy woman because of a single woman's faith. Joshua said, as for me and my household, Amen. Can I hear an amen? Amen. Her brother, father, mother, sisters, and everything that belongs to them. Hallelujah. Amen. And all who belong to them, and that she will be saved from death. Can I hear an amen? The story doesn't end there. Matthew chapter 1, verse 1. You will know. I would ask somebody to read that, but lack of time again. Matthew chapter 1. There is a new season that begins. New season. Everybody would have forgotten. God did not forget her. He wanted to bring a new meaning to her. God adds her because she believed in the plan of God. Amen. She embraced the season. She embraced the Kairos moment. The genealogy of Jesus Christ. The son of David. The son of Abraham. Three people. Wow, great men. Abraham, father of faith. David, our hero, our worshiper, leader. Is that right? Amen. And Jesus Christ, in that genealogy, first five words, you will see one name. That is, Hallelujah. Can I hear an amen? Give the Lord a good hand of praise. Amen. Amen. Acts chapter 9. Acts chapter 9. This man was a murderer. He was a killer. He had a mission. Like many of us have different missions. This man also was on a mission. Took the letters from the authorities. He's traveling on a horse. As he neared Damascus on his journey, suddenly a light from heaven flashed around. He fell to the ground and heard a voice to him say to him, Saul, Saul, why do you persecute me? Who are you, Lord? Who are you? Many times we ask, who are you? Who are you to tell me? I know my life. I know what I can do. Sometimes our younger generations need our help in this. I'm Jesus whom you are persecuting. Immediately, because he knew that was his greatest moment. He said, what do you want me to do? What do you want me to do, Lord? Jesus said, rise up and go to Damascus. You will be told what you need to do. There was, God prepared a man, Ananias. One of the disciples, when God told him, Saul, he was trembling. God, no, I don't want to go there. I don't want to do this. This man, I know. He said, I don't want to go there. God said, no, I've touched him. I have a plan for him. I have, I have a plan. I have a season. Amen. Amen. And he went and prayed for him. His eyes were restored. Verse 18, 19, 20. Verse 18, he got baptized. Verse 19, he was filled with the Holy Spirit. Verse 20, without delay, everybody say, 
He knew his time is very limited. All these days he was killing the Christians, destroying the churches. Without delay, without delay, without delay, he went around and preached the gospel of Jesus Christ. He knew his Kairos moment has arrived. If I miss that, I will be missed forever. So he said, let me move. God used this man who came in the middle. Not a great beginning again, this man. Not a great start. Ending his days. He, he ended up raising 35 leaders, raised, planted 20 churches. Two-thirds of New Testament was written by Paul, 14 letters. Can you give the Lord a good hand of praise? If God can use Paul, God can use each and every one of you. This morning, the question is, what do you have? Four things. What do you have in your hands? This woman came to prophet Elisha. My husband has died. I have two children. The debtors are coming to take away my children. Prophet asked, what do you have in your hands? She said, nothing. Again, he asked, what do you have? She said, just a little oil. He said, go into every house, your neighboring house. Get some jars, not little, not small, not some. How much ever you can get, bring in. Close the door. You and your son, amen, I tell you, pour the little oil. Unless you start tilting, you will not see the miracle. Unless you start tilting, you will never see the miracle of God. Amen. Hallelujah. Turn to somebody else and say, start tilting. Start tilting. I'm coming to the close in a few minutes. Amen. Hallelujah. Start tilting. Hallelujah. Your faith. Stretch out your faith. Move forward. What do you have? God bless. Amen. God looked at Moses. You can move to the slides, man. God looked at Moses and said, Moses, what do you have? 40 years in the palace, 40 years in the wilderness. Now he is 80. He said, one of these days I will die here. And God said, Moses, he said, come back. Come back. Moses, what do you have in your hand? Stretch forth here at the Red Sea. Stretch forth your hand. Take the rod. Stretch forth the Red Sea. The miracles will open. The doors, Red Sea will open. Amen. Amen. There was this little boy, David. David, what do you have in your hand? Goliath, the giant is waving. But David, all I have is a few pebbles and a sling. You can see that. I'm, I'm, I'm thinking through. Yeah, I'll. And this young boy, little boy. Mother gave him a tiffin box, five loaves and two fishes. They say, theologians say, it was a, that bread was made out of barley bread. Barley, have you eaten that? It's the tasteless. I won't eat, I'm sorry. Please don't mistake me. If somebody is eating, amen, once in a while, yes. When my, my wife comes to me and tells, you know, you need to take care of his health. I have, I, I have three blocks in my heart. That way I, I go. The doctors told me not to shout. Look at me. Seven years have gone. God has been faithful. God has been faithful. God has been faithful. Amen. 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 Five loaves and two fishes. I don't think he would have had a two fi the, uh, big fishes like Pastor Tim catches. Because some of the pictures he was showing that. Amen. Mind-blowing. Mind-blowing. When Jesus, when he heard that Jesus wants that. He did not say 50-50. He said, take it. Take it. He gave everything. He gave everything. 
this evening, this morning, I'm sorry, God is asking, what do you have in your hands? Don't miss this season. 2011, I told you I was working with American Mission at the end of the story. And then I was given all to talk to Chris. I was working with those American missionaries for 17 years. When the time came, God took them back to the U.S. And everybody said, Robert, what are you going to do? Look at the church. I said, Luke, that is not my calling. I want to travel as an evangelist. And they said, you will leave me in the streets. You will not have anything to eat. I said, that's okay. God will take care of me. By the time my wife was working for a British company at a very high salary. She was in a very high position. It was a service like this in an English service. A steward was preaching. All of a sudden, we walked to my wife and said, shepherd girl walks up to the church. That's all we knew. Amen. And that Monday, she wrote a resignation and went to the office. And she resigned. The boss flew in from France and said, Neha, I have a good news. I have a promotion letter. Double salary, instantly, everything is going to be double. She called me and said, the, uh, we, we both call each other doll, D-O-L-L. Do I look like doll? <laughs> what do you want? I asked her, what do you want to do? Man, I want to serve the kingdom of God. And I tell you, that night I went to pick her. And everybody, whatever people told, that was singing, it was like an arrow. It was like a darkest moment. From tomorrow onwards, not, my wife is not going to work. What am I going to do now? I did something funny. I took my wallet. I said, if I don't check, till my last breath, I will not stretch my hands to anything. I will not ask. This is the covenant that I made with God. You, you have called us. You will take care of us. 2011, now it is 2013. God has been faithful. God has been providing. God has been our provider. God has been taking beautifully, miraculously. There's no church support, nothing. But we are on our own. I tell you, it doesn't stop there. 2011, I finished my ministry from Australia, landed in India. The next week was COVID, lockdown. I, tell, I told the story yesterday. I was planning to pick up today. Somehow I sensed. So a lot of migrant workers were on the streets. Thousands of people. I was still shocked. Horrible scene. They didn't have any money, nothing to eat. Everything was closed. Poor people. Started, me and my wife started carrying some packets of food every day, 200, 300. One day I heard a call, Robert, empty your tank packets. I said, Lord, what? Probably this is not the Lord's voice. I thought this is not God's voice. Somebody else is speaking, yeah? Mm-hmm. Two weeks passed. Again, that voice came to me, Robert, empty your tank packets. By the two weeks time, a lot of pastors from North India and Sri Lanka, other places, they called, can you help me? Can you help us? We're dying. We don't have anything. Churches are closed. The missions, missionaries, we were the missionaries. We don't have organizations have stopped us. Support. We don't have anything. I told my wife. She said, the first voice that you heard, you should have obeyed. You're too late. Take everything and go. I said, Lord, I'm living in a rented house. I have a daughter. We have not saved anything. We're supporting some six or seven uh, orphan children. Their studies and everything. What will I do? This, is, this was my question. But I tell you, I started doing that every month, last two years, 182 pastors, missionaries we were able to support. On top of that, 
close to 160 families which I still, still, till daily, I still do that. We buy groceries for one month and somehow we will, we will push it out. Many times I tell you the bank have called, recently they called, your, your balance is less than 500 rupees that is coming in the future. Less than $10 in North Zealand dollars, it's less than, we will find, we will have to find you. I said, okay, if you want to find help, there's nothing more, take it. <laughs> but you don't have anything, it's good actually. Take it. Enjoy. <laughs> Some people called me. I met few people, pastors, came with a family, uh, running to the running to the car after the service. They said, "Have you not thank you for feeding us last two years? Have you not said we would have came? We would, we were trying to fill our beds." I said, "I did not help you." Sometimes we do not know something. We do not know. Amen. This, this, this word, I love it. Go or send. If I'm not a go, able to go to that place, my job is to send. Close your eyes. God is asking, what do you have? What do you have? What do you have in your hands? It is my duty. It is our duty. God has been gracious. If God can do this to this simple man, God can do to each and every one of us. Because I said last night, I want to hear, there are certain things I may miss enjoying on this earth. But I don't want to miss that sign, well done, good and faithful servant. Close your eyes. This morning, as we come to close, a couple of minutes, Pastor Tim is going to, uh, I'm sorry, Pastor Steve is going to come. But I want to give an altar call. Don't miss the season. Don't miss the season that God is giving you. I know this church is a blessed church. And you've been, I, I, I will hear from Medford and some of the friends. You do a lot, a lot of charity. You're blessing many people, many churches. I encourage you, many churches doesn't do. Keep doing what you're doing. I'm proud of this church. Keep doing. For those who are somehow someone who has not stretched out your hands. God is asking, what do you have in your hands? It may be little. I started with that, helping those people. I did not write to anybody. My wife told, don't write to anybody. A few friends came in and started supporting us. When we joined together, there is a great thing that God can, we can Hallelujah in the kingdom of God. Please don't mistake me. I'm not here asking for money. Please don't mistake me. A lot of places, a lot of nations. Maybe India, maybe Sri Lanka, maybe Bangladesh, maybe Burma, maybe Africa, maybe some other nations that are going through struggles. Find out. Already you've been doing a lot of things. Amen. Add on to it. This morning, God is asking, what do you have? Who are sent, realize they have changed their history. God told Moses, Yes, you are 80, go back to your family. Moses said, Realize. Isaiah said, Realize. Mary said, Be it unto me according to your word. If you say,
is you. I want to do something for you. Would you slip your hands to Jesus? Don't wait for anybody. Please slip your hands out to Jesus. Yes, yes, yes. Would you raise your hands? You want to commit yourself to this cause. I want to do something. It may be preaching. It may be sharing the gospel. I'm not done in my life, but I want to do something. Lift your hands. Lift your hands. Don't wait for anybody. Lift your hands, please. Those who are lifted your hands, please stand your feet gently. Those who are lifted your hands, would you stand your feet? May I take one more minute? And those who are standing, could you gently come forward? As Pastor Steve comes and prays for you all, could you gently come forward? It's an act of surrender. I tell you, heaven will rejoice, my friends. I don't want to miss the Kairos moment. I've lost many moments. I've lost. I had a lot of opportunities. I know this message will keep speaking to you as you continue your day. So for more information about City Point West, jump on citypointchurch.com or follow our social media accounts, Instagram, City Point West, or our Facebook, City Point Church West. Have a great day.